Kristen Kaplan, A Healthy Approach to Business. This is episode 125 on Kelly Bagla's Go Legal Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast. This show is about knowing the legal life cycle of your business. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast. I'm your host and legal friend, attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law. Today, I have a pleasure of interviewing such an incredible woman. She's absolutely beautiful inside and out. And I have been waiting to interview this go-getter. And here she is. She's literally a gift to you from me. Today, the interview is with Kristen Kaplan. Kristen is a certified holistic nutritionist. She's also the CEO of Integrative Holistic Diagnostics. She's also the CEO of Love a Holistic Life. How does somebody pack three lifetimes in one lifetime? We are about to find out. Welcome to the show, Kristen. Hi. Hi. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm very, very excited to be here. Likewise. Absolutely. It's uh, it's truly our pleasure because you have so much incredible information that you need to share with the entire world. And I mean the entire world. And through this podcast, you will be sharing your information because we are actually in 26 countries currently and growing. Oh, oh, that's very nice. Very good. I think it's probably the accent. I, I don't know, Kristen, you know, people are listening. Oh, she's got a great accent, you know, but she's an attorney. Forget the attorney part. She has a great accent. We just want to listen to that beautiful voice. That's what, that's what hooked me. <laughs> well, well, thank you. Thank you. So before we do start the show, do you have an attorney joke to share with us? This joke, and it's it's silly, but I love it. What does an attorney name his daughter? What? Sue. <laughs> of course. Yes, Sue, Sue, of course, of course. <laughs> of course he does. I haven't heard that one, but kudos to you for being original. I know. I'm. You know what, though? I'm actually surprised you haven't heard that one because I almost didn't even tell you that one because I thought you probably heard it like 50 times. No, I'm, I'm glad you shared that with us. Let's dive right into it, Kristen. You have over 20 years of dedicated research experience just on holistic nutrition. First of all, what is holistic? So holistic nutrition basically means we're coming from a place of whole foods, foods that plant-based nutrition is where I really focus. I started out in nutrition over 20 years ago, and I was really coming from a place of fitness. And so it was more about losing weight back then. Through the years and through incredible amounts of research, I found the most profound difference that can be made in nutrition is really from a medical and health perspective. I really focus on the health and wellness and holistic plant-based nutrition really helps me with that. So I use food kind of like medicine for the body. It's pretty incredible because without food, without the proper type of food, our bodies don't function the way they're supposed to. An analogy, if you're driving a Ferrari, you're going to put top-notch oil in there, right? Top notch. And if you're driving a Prius, you don't really care. <laughs> I've, just, I've just alienated all the Prius drivers right now. <laughs> well, you're right. I mean, if you, if you look at it from that angle, our bodies are 
what get us from point A to point B, right? If we start neglecting the quality of food or energy that we're putting into our bodies, we are going to burn out super fast. And that's what's happening, unfortunately, in our society today. If you look at the statistics, they are scary, very, very scary. And COVID most certainly did not make it any easier. It actually just uh, made the situation so much worse. So we've really got to start focusing on what we're putting in our body. And I like that car analogy because we actually treat our cars, whether it's a Prius or a Ferrari, better than we treat our bodies. I think it's lack of education. So this is where you differ from everyone else out there that I have encountered that's within the same space as yourself, Kristen. You actually focus on not just the weight loss. Anyone can lose weight. And sometimes when they do lose weight, they look even worse than before because the color of the skin's changed. They have no energy whatsoever because that's what gives us energy is food, but it's the right type of food. But you focus on being healthy at the same time with the weight loss. So tell us, you you didn't just one day wake up and say, oh, I'm going to be, you know, an incredible nutritionist, right? A holistic nutritionist. That's what I'm going to focus on. Tell us your story. I started out very young as a model. I started at like around 12, really. My grandmother was a model. My mother was a model. I grew up where your appearance was extremely important. As I got older, uh, when I got out of high school, I was scouted and I went to New York City and, and I was there. And all of the models there, of course, were extremely thin. Unfortunately, a lot of the models there, what they did to stay thin was really damaging to their health. I was very blessed. I had a great metabolism when I was young, so I could literally eat a pizza and down a two liter Mountain Dew and still stay in great shape, never gain even a fraction of a pound. What it did to me is it just kept pounding into my head that thin is the best place to be and it doesn't matter how you get there, you just need to be thin. The thinner, the better. When I came back from New York, I ended up starting a cosmetic company and that cosmetic company lasted for about eight years, and we did really well, and I had a great time. And, but again, we were still in, in the fashion industry. We were based out of uh, Chicago and South Beach, Florida at the time, which at that time were the two fashion hubs of the United States, and, uh, or one of the top fashion hubs of the United States. And so again, you know, I'm around all of these thin, all of these really beautiful people by society standards. And... Um, after that company, I dissolved that company. I, I tried to move it out to California and realized that, oh, wait a minute, I'm this is where I'm going to end up with the most uh, competition for cosmetics. And so I thought, you know, it's time for a change. And at that time, I was working out with a lot of my friends. My friends kept saying, you know, you should really be a trainer. You're so good at this. You're so good at teaching. You should be a trainer. So I did. I did that. And I went and got my CPT and But of course, if you're going to become a trainer, you need to know nutrition. So I got uh, my certification in nutrition from the Czech Institute and started training and, you know, continued uh, education always as a trainer. You're always in continued education. Earned several more certifications. But nutrition started to really land on me. Like I just really connected very well with the information that I was learning and I decided then that. I I was always going to be a nutritionist in one way or another. But back then, like I told you, it was more focused on losing weight. The problem is, is that this yo-yo, this, you know, roller coaster ride that you take with your body, 
Um, the unfortunate thing is that your body takes a hit every time you do this up and down with your body. And so over the years, I started gaining more and more insight and information and research on how does nutrition affect the inside of our body, not that just the outside of our body. Like, why is it that caveman kind of had it right? Why is it that certain areas of this world do not suffer from the same cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes and autoimmune diseases and all of these things that the United States do. And I'm an extremely curious person who's obsessed with knowledge and books. Mm -hmm. And so I just always, always stayed focused on the, the truth. I stay very far away from guru anything. Right. So like different diets, like keto diet and Atkins diet and paleo and blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't focus in those areas. I focus on the food, what scientifically that food can do for the organs of the body and how can I clean up the health because the health is full-time. That's longevity. The yo-yo losing weight here and there, that is so temporary. And if you don't get down to the core of why our bodies are responding to the food the way that they are and have a full understanding of what we're putting in our bodies, then you're never going to reach that, what we call state of homeostasis or balance within your health. To address the yo-yo dieting, that's exactly what happens. And I've always been in the fitness industry, uh, Kristen. I, it's just yes, a passion yes, yes. of mine, right? I've always, always been in that industry. And there's so many diets out there. I've never, ever tried any diet. If, if you look at the history of all these diets that are coming out, try this diet, try that mm -hmm. diet, you know, stand on your head for, for, for five minutes and you'll lose weight. People are following these diets. Why? Because they want the easy way out. Plus, they don't understand. They have no idea how the body works and yes. on what types of foods that they should be intaking. So it's all about energy, right? Yes. If we didn't have to uh, put stuff in our body to gain energy, I don't think I would ever eat because, you know, it's not, it's not something fun that I like to do. Right. But without the food and the proper type of food, I would be flat all day, every day. Mood swings, it's, it's unbelievable what lack of proper food can do to your body. Yes. And what you focus on, and I absolutely love this, you focus on being consistent. Yes, it might take a little longer than these yo-yo diets to, to um, actually have the effect on your body. You're not gonna lose weight overnight. You're not gonna lose weight in a week. Because it happens to everyone. If they, for example, if they stop that diet, they put on weight twice as much, twice as yes. much. But yes. you educate them from a standpoint of this is going to be consistent for the rest of your life. You're, you're actually re-engaging your body to be healthy the way it was supposed to be healthy. And you just eat normally. There's no need for you to be on a yo-yo diet. No, you're right. It is the most, here's the thing. People do not know what they do not know. And to be very fair, there is so much conflicting information out there that it's really impossible for them to know what is credible and what is not credible. We have food out there that's that's labeled diet, you know, to help you with losing weight. And it's full of, of toxins and, and chemicals and ingredients that will sabotage uh, your body, completely sabotage your body. So we're given all of this information that's driven from our food culture. What we have to do is we have to think about our body and we have to kind of separate it from 
our emotional and mental being and understand that our body is our tool. It is the only one we've been given. And this tool or this vessel needs to be able to survive for the rest of our life. We have to really appreciate and love our body and understand that it's separate from our emotions and our mental state. Once we've identified that this body is our tool and our vessel that needs to last us for the rest of our life, then we have to look at our body and say, okay, just like our vehicles, we need to really take good care of it and love it. Because as I always say, if you're kind to your body, your body's going to be kind to you. Given that there's a lot of conflicting information out there, the other caveat to that is there's also a lot of information out there. So there's a lot of credible information out there as well. So I think that people need to take a little bit of responsibility. Yes, there's a lot of conflicting information. It can be very confusing, but there's also a lot of really great information out there that is at at your fingertips. We have to take a level of responsibility in that. And Mm -hmm. That often doesn't happen. Now, we're also up against several other obstacles and roadblocks when it comes to trying to understand the longevity of health. We associate health as losing weight and having, you know, our weight in a normal place. I know many people who are type two or many people who have cardiovascular disease, many people whose cholesterol is sky high and they're in a very normal weight category. They work out every day. They step out of the gym. They have a heart attack. Exactly. You've heard of these athletes dying on the field or dying on the basketball court. Absolutely. Yes. So I do not associate health with losing weight. I associate losing weight as the cherry on top of the cake when you are healthy. If you're eating the right foods, then your body will naturally shed the pounds. On my program, my people weigh in once a week. They don't weigh every day. My people do not count calories. I always tell them it's the easiest program you're ever going to do, but it's the hardest thing you're you're ever going to do. It's the easiest program because it's very simplified. I'm born and raised in England, Kristen, and you had spoken earlier that America is really uh, where all of these diseases are prominent. You have more weight, unhealthy people in America. And in England, growing up, it was very rare that we ever saw an overweight person. Everybody mm-hmm. cooks there. Everyone, this is the key. Everyone actually cooks at home. Yeah. They, don't go to, they don't go to fast food places. They don't go to restaurants that serve processed food. Now, probably about um, ooh, 10, 11 years ago now, I decided I wanted to compete in a bodybuilding competition. So what did I do? I went out and got a coach. And you're absolutely right. At you being a trainer, this coach also was a health certified coach. And so he put me on this diet and it was fresh everything, fresh chicken, fresh rice, fresh vegetables, fresh fish. And that's when I realized Wow, when I go to a restaurant and I order, you know, chicken parmesan or something, sometimes the chicken is processed. It's yeah. it's processed. Yeah. You literally put processed poisonous food in your body. That's what Americans do. Literally Americans every single day. Yeah, we are a culture of uh, one, we're overworked. We're a culture of overabundance. We have way too much. You know, I have a home in Italy. When I go to Italy, I... I drive all over Italy and I don't see one fast food restaurant. Right. I just don't. And when you buy your food there, you're not buying for two weeks. You go to the market, you grab what you need for a day or two, 
and it's fresh produce. They don't use the pesticides that we use here in the United States. You know, it's very clean, very, very clean food. Mm-hmm. Here, we are so overprocessed. We have overprocessed our food so much that there is actually food out there that is not technically, it doesn't even qualify as food. I'm telling uh-huh. you, my, my dogs wouldn't even touch it. No, they, it's they, very they scary. Wouldn't. And it's hard. But let me tell you, in a culture and environment where we have been trained to eat everything on our plate, you know, back in the day, grandma said, make sure you eat everything on your plate to mom. And then mom said, make sure you eat everything on your plate. And then we're telling our kids, make sure you eat everything on your plate. And then we wonder why, you know, we have a problem with obesity. 71.4% of the United States is considered in the overweight category. 46.4, I think, percent are considered morbidly obese out of that 70%. Morbidly obese. That's 79. Let's just call it 80. 80% of Americans. If you had 10 people standing in a row, eight of those 10 would be overweight. Let's even be fair and say seven out of 10. But we are definitely moving in the direction of eight out of 10. And if we don't start paying attention to what we're putting in our bodies, our bodies, our our lifespan is going to decrease so rapidly. Mm -hmm. And even with technology and medical technology being what it is, it's still not going to save us because a lot of people, especially my clients, I have a lot of clients who are very ill. A majority of my clients, by the time I get them, they're really sick and they need help. So a lot of them already have one foot in the grave. And I work with an an enormous amount of doctors. Uh, I work with attorneys who need help. I work with, I mean, my clients, by the time I get them, they've given up. The problem is, is that they come to me, they're on numerous amounts of medications that will um, band-aid their type two diabetes or, you know, band-aid their cardiovascular disease. And they think that they've been cured. They're like, I don't have it anymore. My numbers are pretty good. You know, I'm on medication that suppresses my blood pressure and keeps it in the normal range. And what they don't understand is if I took that medication away, they'd be full blown. That's uh, it. Yeah. You know, like the, it's the disease doesn't go away because we mask it. The disease doesn't go away just because we lose weight. It is, you've got to work from the inside out. Absolutely. And you've got to really focus on every organ in your body. You know, every cell and every organ of your body has a job to do. Every one of them, every cell, every organ has a job to do. And I, I talk to my clients as in nutrition and superfoods being like superheroes, like the Marvel superheroes. I try to visualize it for them. And what I explain to them is this, your cells are like the Navy SEALs. You know, your organs and cells are like the Navy SEALs. And when you're putting the right nutrition in your body, they can go do the job that they were meant to do. We start contaminating our body with foods that our body just says, what is this? Now those Navy SEALs have to go fight a battle that they weren't meant to fight. And then there's no, uh, no one there to fight the battle that they're supposed to fight because now they're off fighting a battle that they're not supposed to, to try and figure out what is this that you're putting in my body, right? Yep. Then you need those superheroes, the Marvel superheroes to fly in and save the day. And that is all of these super nutrient foods that are so nutrient dense that they can clean out your body and fix you like that within 24 hours of eating nutrient-dense greens and vegetables, you can get rid of acid reflux. Mm-hmm. I think we've kept uh, we've kept everyone in suspense, right? So you, you have to share with us. Share with us a handful of the superfoods okay. that you would highly recommend. 
Okay, so here's here's my list. One, um, blackberries, blueberries, major superfoods, especially blackberries. Blackberries have twice the amount of antioxidants that blueberries have, but blueberries are high in antioxidants. So anything that is an antioxidant is going to really protect your body. That's what it's there for is to protect your body. They're also incredibly good at boosting your immune system. Your immune system, 70% of your immune system lies in your digestive tract. Mm-hmm. If you think about of all of the autoimmune diseases that are out there now, those are actually linked to your digestive tract. Most people don't understand that. Foods like broccoli, cruciferous vegetables, cauliflower, the fruits that we talked about with antioxidants, arugula, uh, spinach, all of these yummy vegetables, kale, um, carrot, every, <laughs> every vegetable actually. And you know, here's the funny thing. Back in the caveman day, we didn't have cake and cupcakes and donuts, and we didn't have macaroni and cheese, and we didn't have all of that. Our bodies, our DNA was not structured to eat this kind of food. These kind of foods attack our DNA and break down our DNA and and break down all of the healthy cells in our body and the tissue in our body, and I could go on and on and on for hours and hours and hours about that, but the bottom line is is that we're, we're literally killing ourselves from the inside out, and we have no idea because nobody told us. I chuckled, Kristen, because you said yummy foods and you threw in kale. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, I'm going to tell you a really funny story about, because I get that these foods are not everybody's favorite. Broccoli, not my favorite. I'll tell you honestly, I don't like it. I don't, but I eat it anyway. And the way that I do it, because there, there used to be a time that I would just start gagging if I ate broccoli. Right. But I know the power of broccoli. Mm -hmm. So I knew that somehow I had to get this into my body. So what I do is I trick my brain and I look at the broccoli. You're going to think I'm insane. But I look at the broccoli and I say, thank you for what you're about to do for my body. Right. And then I eat it. Now, I will steam it to where it's al dente. (laughs) but, But I will not deny my body that nutrient. I made figured out a way that it would work for me that I could eat it. I enjoy tiramisu just like the next person. I'm Italian. Believe me, we love our tiramisu. Yes. We love our pastries. We love our tiramisu. And I would love to shove my face in a pan of tiramisu and not even come up for air. That would be great. I would love that because it tastes so good. Right. But do I do it? No. (laughs) I don't. No, you choose. You choose. Plus, you counsel your clients not to put poison in their body. And that's the exactly. bare, that's the basic bottom line, isn't it? Do you choose yes. poison or do you choose actual real food? So I, I'm definitely more of a whole foods. I'm plant-based primarily. Uh, I do enjoy meat every once in a while. The quality of meat is what matters to me yes. uh, very much so if I'm going to eat it. I might eat meat two meals out of the week. That is my limit is two meals out of the week. My program is 100% plant-based for the first three months. So I'm just like anybody else. Do I enjoy a, a piece of tiramisu here and there? Yes, I will. And will I eat it? Absolutely. But here's the difference. And this is what I would, if there's one message I could send home, it would be this. When you get your digestive tract healthy, in the beginning, your digestive tract is like a glass wall. And when you put crap into your digestive tract, it's like throwing a brick at a glass wall. It's going to shatter and all kinds of havoc is going to go on in the inside of your body. But if you train your digestive tract, you clean up your digestive tract, you have a nice, healthy digestive tract, 
then it's like throwing a little pebble at the glass wall. So if you want to have these kind of foods, I'm not saying don't ever eat them. I'm saying 80% of your food intake, at least 80%, I'm more of a 90%, but 80% of your food intake should be healthy, nutrient dense. So your digestive tract and all of those cells and organs in your body can do what they need to do. And your body will have the longevity. You will live so, so much longer. If somebody, they, they listen to this podcast and they make a conscious effort and they say, okay, today's the day I want to start. How do they start? What, what's the first thing that they do? Clean out their fridge? Yes. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a, a Reader's Digest version story that every single one of, of your uh, audience can relate to. So they, so they get that I'm not just this perfect person out there preaching and teaching. Okay. Uh, I was with uh, Chanel as an executive for many, many years. And even though I was still working with my clients in nutrition and still obsessed with nutrition, I had the lifestyle that is very typical here in the U.S. I burned the candle at both ends. I was traveling all of the time. My, my work day, I woke up not with my husband. I woke up with my computer and I went to sleep, not with my husband, but with my computer. My stress level was sky high, absolutely mm -hmm. sky high. So uh, I ended up with a lung infection. And that lung infection just would not go away. On top of that lung infection, I was gaining weight. And the good thing about being in the fashion industry in the past, you know how to make yourself look slim, even if you're not. You know how to look. You, you can still do that. It's called black, actually. Not that I'm wearing <laughs> But anyway, that's what we did. And I got really good at it. And I got really good at still convincing myself that I had all this wisdom. So every once in a while, when I would eat something healthy, I was convincing myself that I was eating healthy. But I wasn't. I was eating really late at night. Some days I would totally skip meals the whole entire day. I was driving through whatever whatever drive-through I could find sometimes because I was so just hungry. And and my my weight went up, my health crashed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Went to, you know, doctor after doctor. Finally, I went to a doctor who told me straight up they ran this, you know, blood test after blood test. And he finally said to me, one, you are pre-diabetic. And out of my mouth, flu. That's not even possible. I'm not even overweight. Yep. Yep. That's it. And that's he said, it. you are thin fat is what he said. He said, if you don't stop what you're doing now, you're not going to be alive to raise those babies. You need to make some very serious changes in your life. Then he gave me, and I'm not exaggerating, six prescriptions. Good Lord. Steroids, anti-anxiety medication, medication because my blood pressure was starting to rise, which was crazy because I normally have low blood pressure. He gave me six prescriptions. I went to my car and I cried for two hours. I sat in my car and I cried. I said, I am not taking one of these prescriptions, not one. I know better than this. Mm -hmm. I did this to me. Nobody else did this to me. I did this to me. I'm the only one who's going to be able to clean it up. So I went home after having to confront my demon I went home, I cleaned out every single cupboard, cleaned out my refrigerator, I got rid of all of the junk food, and then I drove my happy butt over to Whole Foods, and I spent three hours in Whole Foods figuring out, okay, you cannot have this, you know you cannot have this, what can we have? Did the majority of my shopping in the produce section, mm -hmm. and within three months, lost every pound that I had put on. My blood test came back, and my doctor said, I swear I'm looking at a 35-year-old woman. I was 49. So 
it is 100% possible to make the choices that are going to change your life and change your health. 100% possible to do it. I don't care how heavy you are. I don't care how bad it is. You know, my dad was 600 pounds at one time on every medication you can even imagine. He went through his journey. He lost 375 pounds. He's no longer diabetic. He's no longer taking insulin. He's no longer on three different uh, diabetes medications. He's no longer, his blood pressure is completely regulated. He's no longer on blood pressure medication, but it took him having to have open heart surgery. And, and he had like a 95, this is not a joke. He had 95% chance he wasn't coming off the table. Our family was making funeral arrangements for him and, and he survived. God said, it's not your time yet. And my dad took that as a very serious sign that this was his only opportunity and chance. And, and now my dad is, this is, you know, 12, 15 years later. And, mm-hmm. and my dad wouldn't be here today if it weren't for the fact that he took his life so serious and saw that he wanted to live more than he wanted to die. You know, Kristen, it's it's so easy to blame the lifestyle, the society. Any single time anyone watches regular TV where there's commercials on TV, eight out of the 10 commercials that come on through, through a, a one hour span, they're all about pharmaceuticals. When did that change? Before it was the doctor would say to you, okay, this is what's going on. This is what you need to take. Now you go to the doctor and say, doctor, I saw this commercial on TV. Should I be taking that? So yes, it's, you're you right. cannot, and you cannot blame as an individual. Don't blame the culture. I think it's time to just stop what you're doing, reevaluate where you are and, and take that conscious step right? The very first step. And the very first step that I'm going to offer our fantastic audience, Kristen, is if they want to start and they have to make that choice. It's not going to be a wishy-washy choice because if that's what you're going to do, don't call. But if you're going to make that conscious choice, you want to take full control over your health and you want to live longer to raise your children, to see your children get married, to, to play with grandkids, right? To, to uh, start another multiple you know, set of businesses or lines of work or what have you, give Kristen a call. Give Kristen a call. We're going to have all of your information as part of our show notes. Any, yes. any, and this is an invitation to anyone around the world. Connect Absolutely. with Kristen. I Absolutely. promise you she's not going to turn you away. No, I would be very happy to have some really, uh, I hate to say it though, it's really hard conversations yeah, uh, yeah. with people. But if it's if somebody is really serious about wanting to change their health, you know, if you want to lose 15 pounds, go to a gym, you know, go hire a trainer. There are a lot of very qualified people out there who can help you with that. But if you are very unhealthy, you acknowledge that you're very unhealthy and you just don't want to live that way anymore and you want to talk about health, then we can definitely talk about health and point you in the right direction. Um, You know, I'm partnered with my sister. You know my sister, Beth. She's incredible, also a nutritionist. Mm -hmm. And she is a powerhouse, this woman. She is so beautiful. She keeps me in check. She's a year older than I am. We're partners in in both businesses. She's COO. She is one of the most lovely human beings I've ever had the privilege to grow up with. And... um, you know, she keeps me in line. You know, I, I'm off chasing butterflies and she's like, come on back here, sis. You know, <laughs> chase butterflies again. She keeps right. me very focused and uh, she keeps me very grounded. I'm the dreamer and she's the foundation. You know, she's incredible. 
but uh, she's also there to help. And um, she is a very gentle and kind soul. Between the both of us, we make magic happen. We move mountains and, and our number one focus and goal is getting people healthy. The World Health Organization describes health as not just physical, but mental and social health. The biggest roadblock for a majority of people who are overweight or obese is that they are emotional eaters. So there's a lot of emotion and a lot of trauma and oftentimes a lot of things that are shoved so deep down in their emotions in their heart that that need to be confronted first too, to have the longevity and, and success that they're looking for. We don't do diets. I mean, I, if you think of the word diet, it has the word die in it. Who would want to do something that has the word exactly. die in it? You know, exactly. I never understood that. Why do they call it diet? No, it's all about a lifestyle change. It's about a lifestyle. You know, this and, is a perfect time to bring up the title of this show of this episode in particular. And the title is A Healthy Approach to Life and Business. If you don't have a healthy approach to the way you eat, the way you look, the way you feel, how are you going to run a successful business? You can go hard at it, but you're sacrificing your life. You weren't born to to just run a business as hard as possible. And then the next day drop dead. Where's the joy in that? Right. And the other thing too, Kristen, is you, you might've heard that money cannot buy everything. Well, it buys a lot of things, right? Exactly. 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 It buys a lot of things. I mean, we love money, right? You can do stuff with money, but you, it cannot, and it will not buy you extra years on your life because all of a sudden you've been eating wrong. You've been running it down to the ground. And and now that you're faced because your doctor told you you're about to die in six months. Do you think the money you can pay the doctor as much money as you have to, to extend your life? It's not going to happen. People say, Oh, it's, it's a brand new year. So it's going to be a new me. Why can't you have the same you with a different mentality that you want to stay longer on earth in a healthy way if you can't even bend over and tie your shoes? You know, I have to tell you um, a story, a little story. I was at the gym the other day and I saw this woman. She was maybe between 20 and 25 years old. And she was probably about five foot two, five foot three. She was quite petite. Um, But she was, I would say, at least 300 pounds at that. Good Lord. And I was watching her as she was watching everyone. And her trainer took her out on the floor. And her trainer, you could see that tears were welting up in her eyes as she was looking at all of these women that were on the floor who were, who were thin. And her trainer was telling her to do this exercise. And, and at first she was a little bit resistant. but And this is a very true story. But mm-hmm. she fought back the tears and she did it anyway. I talked to her trainer later after the fact you know, she knows that I'm a nutritionist. She told me what this girl's story is. This girl actually does have a disease where her body doesn't tell her when she's full. She's lacking the chemical reaction and in her body that does that and and the hormones that help with that. She's now going through a training um, where she's learning social behaviors and ways that she can control that. So by only sitting at the table for a certain length of time and only, you know, allowing herself to eat obviously certain foods she took it head on. The courage it took that young lady 
to stand in front of all of these very thin women and still put it out there and still do the exercises and still fight back the tears to do it. I had so, I have so much admiration for her that not only did I go in and purchase extra sessions for her so she would never have to quit. So I, loving, yeah. I said, I in a heartbeat, I will help her with her nutrition. Hands down in a heartbeat, I will help her with her nutrition. There is always hope. There's, and there's always... There's always help. There's always, mm -hmm. we are we are a society now that is full of so much helpful information as well. And so look at your body, not from uh, a place of losing weight. Look at your body as, a, as your vessel that's going to get you through the rest of your life and you're only given one. And anyone, anyone that is ready, ready to make that change, they have to physically take the first step. You can't do it. I can't do it. The show can't do it. They have to make that first step and they have to reach out to you. They have to reach out to someone like you. They yes. have, they're the ones that have to make that first step. But yes, the information Kristen, that you've shared with us today is so powerful. It really is powerful. And yes. it, it goes to the core of why people are so just going through life, they're, they're going through the motions. And it's time for them to just step back, take a second, look at your life. Do you want to be around for the next, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years? Do you, do you want to be around for that long? And if you do, today's the day. Today is the day. Yeah, yeah, you, today make that, you take that first if you want a business, If you want to be a business person, you know, right now we have more women in the workplace than, than ever in history. And we have, uh, with the exception of World War II, but we have more women working, more women who are business owners, more women who are powerhouses, and, and they are trying to do it all. And that is the key. That's like, if you were, that's the heartbeat of being able to do this is to have, to be able to be healthy Absolutely. and love yourself. Exactly. Love yourself that's first. it. Put the mask on yourself first. Put exactly. First. So Kristen, I, I wish we could go on forever and ever and ever. There's so much more to you that I want to share with the world. And I know that I'm going to make it public right now. So you have to come back on the show. I know Absolutely. it would be my pleasure. Writing a book. You'll be releasing yes. that book uh, yes, probably in April. Thank you. We're going to have you back on the show and we're going to have all of your information as part of our show notes. I truly want to thank you for, for sharing such incredible information with everyone. Absolutely. Anytime, anytime. Thank you so much for having me. And, you know, to the audience, uh, thank you so much for listening. And my fantastic listeners that are out there, you know, We've been doing this for a while. You've been listening to the show for a while. We are always, always here for you. And simply, you can just go to golegalyourself.com, get information from there. If you do want to change your, your life from a personal perspective, from a business perspective, we are here. My guests that I have on the show, they are all givers. We are all here to help you make that first choice. And definitely make sure that you connect with me you can either email me, kelly at golegalyourself.com, and you can even call the show. Love, love, love to hear from you. I am Attorney Kelly Bagler, the Queen of Business Law, and it's been my pleasure being your host. Until next time, cheers to your success. If you're looking to start a podcast on your own, use the coupon code WHATHAS at checkout and receive a free month of media hosting from our recommended hosting company, Libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. 
This podcast was produced by Imagine Podcasting, and we help businesses eliminate competition by elevating their brand message to be heard. Visit imaginepodcasting.com for more information.